Welcome back to the Body and Mind Factory podcast. I'm your host, Blake Morrison. Uh, today, I'm going to be by myself. Um, I had something come to me over the last couple of days and uh, been burning a hole in me. I really wanted to speak about it. I'm actually quite nervous, if anything. Um, the reason why I'm, I would say I'm nervous is because I know that this is a this is a this is a deep deep conversation. I know that it's uh, very important, and I don't want anything to come across, um, you know, uh, wrong or come across in a way that uh, people take it the wrong way. I'm coming from the place of my heart here, where I want to just I want to help people. I feel like uh, I've been given a mission, or I've, my purpose in life is to help people, help people through struggles, um, to help them get healthy, to help their mindset, help them be become. A uh, better person, having a better, better life, having an extraordinary life. I say in the in the gym, and as I said, even this podcast, like the podcast I do, the Body Mind Factory podcast, is based on just me giving out my um, personal experiences um, with dealing with human behaviour and just my opinions as well. Um, I have also, you know, read a lot of books and self development, all that kind of stuff, and I'm just rehashing over information that's been. Um, that I've read, so it sort of saves. If anything, it saves you some time, um, or then you can go down that rabbit hole of that information as well. So, guys, like I said, um, yeah, a bit nervous, but like, I've come from my heart. So, I uh, hope this really helps anyone out there. Um, I hope no one takes it the wrong way or anything like that, and they just take it knowing that uh, I really want to really want to help. And it, uh, I think there's some deep issues that we can we can cover. So, just as a little bit of a disclaimer too, guys, like um, I'm going to be talking about depression and um, suicide and that kind of stuff. Um, if you are think, you know, if you if you are that way or if you have those feelings and thoughts, just know that it's okay. Um, know that um, you're not weak. That's not a that's that's only your mind coming up with that. Um, there's plenty of people out there now to talk to. You got Beyond Blue, Headspace, you know, Lifeline. You can talk to friends and family. My good friends, uh, Casey Lyons and Webby, own uh, run, sorry, I should say, uh, Living. That's also another uh, suicidal prevention um, brand that uh, looks at, you know, it ain't weak to speak is their slogan, um, which is really, really smart. And I think they're helping a lot of people. Um, But in saying that, you know, there's still these things that are going on. Uh, I don't really want to address, uh, I'm not... From my personal perspective, I'm not a doctor, so I don't want to be addressing the depression side. I think it's a thing. I think that um, it's something that needs to be addressed if you're feeling that way, and I don't believe that uh, medication is always the right answer. I feel like exercise, uh, eating healthy, good environment, and all that kind of uh, outcomes are a lot, lot more productive, but what I want to address is... Is that I want to address the positives. I want to address the things that you can do, um, the things that we can be doing each day uh, to make us into a better, happier, healthier person. Because um, I know we all we all struggle at times, and hopefully by having this conversation through the podcast, it'll actually open up. It'll open up the conversation. Um, yeah, I'm going to let myself be vulnerable a little bit and, and tell you a little bit about myself, and and hopefully that can open it up for you guys, and you can be vulnerable and. And tell your friends, because that's what it takes. You know, you have to be vulnerable to say that you're struggling. You have to be vulnerable to say that you feel weak at times. 
and that's okay. Um, you know, we need to build strength. You have to recognize weaknesses um, to be able to create them to be strengths. All right, um, we can't push them away, and I think that that's a you know something we need to address and something we can cover. And I think you know, it, it, I said on my Instagram um, feed yesterday because obviously that's all my friends and family that follow me. Um, I just hope that this can help one of my friends. So. If that's as much as it does, then, then I'm really, really happy. So if it helps someone close to me, then that's, uh, I'm, uh, yeah, like I said, I'll be really, really happy. And, and if they need to speak to someone, I'm always here to just reach out. Um, you know, don't be afraid to ask for help. So, guys, what I've seen, um, you know, like I said, and the, the other thing too, guys, like I don't want to portray anything, which I also said on my Instagram, I don't want to portray anything that like I'm a superhero, um, that I wear a cape that my life is sunshine and rainbows and um, peachy all the time. I actually want to be more vulnerable and show that, you know, things are tough at times and, and I have, you know, uh, weaknesses and I have weak moments and all that kind of thing. But it's it's about uh, being able to come out the other side and, and uh, be grateful for life and, and uh, know that uh, our, our, our no one else's life is worth any more than ours. Um, so... Yeah, I think I think it's a really, really big shame that we lose people that way, and I really would like to uh, do my part to play, in, uh, do my part, sorry, to uh, see if we can stop some of it. Um, so, the the truth to it is, guys, I haven't had anyone close to me in the last month or two, um, you know, uh, uh, like uh, kill themselves or, um, you know go down that line or anything like that. This is more just something that's been building and brewing and something that I can see that needs to be addressed earlier uh, rather than waiting for a massive event to, to actually happen. That's, there's definitely been people around me in the last five, five or six years that, that, that that's uh, that's actually happened. But um, it's again, it's not – I don't want to address the, the deeper issues of depression. I believe that there's places to go for that. Um, I believe that, um, you know, you, we should be seeking help. We should be seeking, um, you know, if you don't have uh, financial um, help, you can go and see those places like Beyond Blue and Headspace and Living and all that kind of stuff. And if you do have financial um, freedom where you could help yourself, then, yeah, like going to rehab, going to sports psychs, going to psychologists, going to counsellors and things like that as well. So I'll cover that um, along the way. And as I said, I don't want to paint this picture too either that I'm a saint, Um you know, I've made some very, very wrong choices and some very right choices in my life, um, and I'm trying to learn my way through them. And this is um, what our life's about. Um, you know, and like I said, when we address some of these things, um, yeah, I'm not putting the uh, I'm not pointing the finger. I'm trying to put on the uh, the open mind and the the vulnerability and help help people out. So, as I said, I want to um, show some vulnerability. So. You know, this year um, hasn't been the easiest of years for me, and that's you know, um, that's just how life goes. Sometimes uh, I had a divorce, and you know what? The, depending on what your um, thing is, what's happened to you, everyone's problem seems smaller than yours or bigger than yours. It just depends on how you look at it. So we all have our own cross to bear, is uh, the saying. Um, you know, I'm sure like many people go through divorce and we all um, deal with it differently. Um, you know, people lose businesses, people get sick, people lose family members. There's, you know, there's lots and lots of things that can push you down into a dark spot um, and you need to be able to you know, have, the, have the tools to try and come out the other side. 
um, and then and then thrive as well because this life isn't about just surviving; it's about thriving. Um, we only get one shot at it, so yeah, we want to make it count. So, like I said, I, I went through um, a twelve you know twelve month period at least, and and still to this day, I'm working on myself through these issues and through things that you know have arisen through going through a divorce. I was very um, sideswiped by by what happened. Um, it was not something that I thought, you know, was on the way. It wasn't like we were uh, fighting or uh, things like that. It just, you know, circumstances were that, that I was taken by, uh, taken um, by surprise. Um, and then, you know, the following events after that uh, were amazing. Um, you know, uh, that's just just how it is. You know, so um, I have a high respect for the person that I was married to. Um, so I, don't, I feel like I don't, I shouldn't share any more. So. Um, but that's just, like I said, I just wanted to share that you know, things aren't always sunshine and rainbows. But one thing I did have on my side was the art of the gratitude because I did have an amazing business running um, behind the scenes. I had beautiful, beautiful friends and family members in my life that helped me through this, you know, that tough period. Um, I also had, I believe, uh, even with my friends and family, there were times where I didn't want to talk, and they would, you know, they were just there. They just, I just knew they were there, which was, which was good enough, um, which is, you know, really, really, really powerful. I think that I've got to that place with those friends and families, though, through good communication and being able to, you know, communicate early with them. They know what I'm like. Um, I can tell them what I needed, um, and they, they respected everything and, and respected me and gave me that in the time that I needed it. So I was very, very grateful to have all those types, that types of things, that support network around me. So, like I said, guys, you know, there's some deeper stuff. There's some stuff there for you that you know shows some vulnerability and and shows that you know we we struggle at times. That's that's how it is. And I just believe at the moment, um, this is where the you know the power statement and all that comes to. I just believe truly um, for. Definitely, you know, people around my age, younger, maybe a little bit older as well. Um, I, it comes down to it. I just at times I don't know whether it's the chicken or the egg. So the chicken or the egg, I don't know whether they, you know, we're fighting that depression first or we're doing things that are making our life uh, and making choices that are pushing us into that depression. Uh, state. Now this is where I was saying I'm not a doctor. This is my perspective and my opinion. You know, I think I think we really have to look at it. Is it the chicken or the egg? Because you know some of our life choices are probably creating uh, some of that you know depression, those thoughts, and then not having any tools or not having any um, ability to deal with them because we've done no work makes it very very hard. You know, so let's say it is the chicken and they have depression uh, or you know you know uh, suicidal thoughts or those types of things are crossing. You know, there is some a chemical imbalance and that kind of thing before and then we start making life choices like going out every weekend banging yourself up taking drugs uh, excessive amount of alcohol um, and then that just makes it worse and worse and worse or is it that you know we go out lots and lots and lots and then we don't we're not quite sure how to deal with our thoughts and feelings and then we go out again and we're doing it again and we just keep creating that low low uh, feeling and then it pushes us into that state now again that's a Chicken or the egg. Sometimes it doesn't. You know, it's not really. It won't really matter. Doesn't really. Doesn't really. Uh, 
the result is the same. Okay, so we still have to address it the same way. So as I was saying on the Instagram page uh, post yesterday, I was like, I just think we can be better guys. I think guys and girls, sorry, I don't mean to just um, pull one side. Like, I just think we can be better. I think we, I think we can make better choices um, through our existence. Um, I believe that we need to be a lot more mindful, a lot more conscious of the decisions we are actually making. Um, it's not easy to do, but that most things aren't, you know, dealing with depression and having those things aren't easy to do either. Um, so it's, it, uh, becomes down to a place where, yeah, I just think we have such a high potential. Um, I heard a quote the other day and it's, it was, it was beautiful and it's something that, you know, is so true. It's not, we are, uh, the quote was, we are not what we've been told. We are more than you could ever imagine. And that's so true. Like I, I see people come into the gym and, and I'm like, do you think you're at your full potential? And they say no straight away, obviously. But I'm like, where do you think your full potential can go? Do you think you can reach it? We are like just scraping the edge, guys. We, and that's what I challenge us today. You know, I challenge us to be better. I challenge you to think about your life and think about uh, things and ways that you can and help yourselves. You know, um, Stop sort of sitting in that victim seat and start putting in some uh, effort to uh, get ourselves out of that because it doesn't even mean that you might have depression. It might just that means you're low at the moment and you need to work through some stuff and we've got to do the work to do that. You know, We have to do the work. We can't wait for someone to do it for us. If you truly, truly are uh, you know, dealing with things, then I want you to reach out and, and be okay with asking for help. Um, that's all right. That's what I addressed at the start. You know, if you are if you are hurting and you are, yeah, you know, be it's okay. It's all good. Let reach out, get some help. Um, it's not weak at all. It's strong to reach out for help. Um, you know, even if you do feel weak, that's okay too. Weakness is okay um, because you don't always have to stay there. All right, um, you can eventually turn your weaknesses into strengths if you like. So, like I said, I think that we can. I think we can be better. I think we can choose. Uh, you know, better paths. So, like I said, I'm no saint or anything like that. I've done my, you know, I've got, I played rugby league. I, I did my fair share of drinking and partying and all that kind of thing. I don't want to paint this picture where I think you're not allowed to do this. I'm not, your, you know, not your dad. I'm not the judge. I'm not saying do and don'ts. I just think if before you're starting to go down to that rabbit hole of am I going to go out this weekend? Yeah, where's your headspace before you start? Are you going into it where I'm going to enjoy my time? Um, I don't have any responsibilities tomorrow to deal with that I should be doing. Um, I can go and enjoy myself and then I can wake up guilt-free and then go through my day and still be productive for the re- next week and you know hit on my t- you know, work targets, I'm going to lose my job, all that kind of stuff, you know, and be, be uh, diligent with everything from there. Or are we going into the weekend going, oh, man, I'm already in a bad way and then I'm going to go and – Drink until I can't remember or, you know, take drugs to try and lift me up because the low is only going to get lower on the other side. I recognized that when I was going through the divorce, there was definitely a, uh, you know, like that that thought of like reach out to get, get onto something that's going to lift me up. Uh, but I knew how bad the low was going to be on the next day. So I was conscious and aware and tried to be like, no, nah, I'm not going to do it because it's not going to make me feel good the next day. And no one is going to be paying the rent on my brain the next day. That's one of the things I say in the gym. You know, no one else pays rent on your brain. You are the only one that sits with your thoughts. Um, you know, every single day you go home, even if you've got a wife or a girlfriend, 
Um, you go home and you've got to deal with your thoughts by yourself when you put your head on that pillow. So you're the only one that needs to be able to do that. And you have to be strong enough um, or have the tools to be able to get yourself through those. And I believe by going and making silly choices, it's making you um, not be able to do that. You know, which is, you know, like if you looked, I'm sure if there was a doctor sitting right beside me, they'd be shaking their head going, yes, it's making it much, much harder for you. All right. Um, I believe by having these types of conversations, this should be able to, you should be able to go to your friend circle and say, no, I'm not doing that this week and everyone should back you. You know, that's good friends. That's good environment. That's, uh, you know, if they, you, know, you openly communicate that you're, you, want, you can't do that this week or whatever, then they should back you wholly and solely. And if they don't, then you need to find a new uh, circle of friends. Uh, it's, yeah, you know, I, I watched it through footy last year. I watched, I, I played footy with a group of men that are all beautiful humans. Um, and I've I seen it. There was three of us that had gone through divorces, the three of us that were struggling with our, our heads at times. And we spoke to each other. We talked to each other openly. You know? But I just think we can take that next step. I think there's more to it. I think we can stop playing a bit of the escapism um, and just address some of these things a little bit more harshly to ourselves and, and uh, take that next role, take that next step into a little bit of self-development and uh, looking after yourself a little bit better. Um, yeah, obviously, I'm, I'm 30, 32 actually, um, and I just... Obviously, I'm in that age where, you know, we're adults, you know, you've got people just starting families, um, and there's such big responsibilities there, and they need to be make sure that they, they're ready and aware for those types of things, and they've got the tools ready for them, you know, some, themselves when, you know, tough times uh, actually hit, because the biggest thing is we're all actually okay until we're not, um, you know, when something hits and we do have the ability to, to stick through it. Now, it's making it sound like oh, yeah, I had all these tools to, you know, I had tough days and I had to bounce off people and I had days where I didn't want to do it, where I wanted to hide under the sheets. Um, but, you know, you had, I just had to keep bouncing back and, you know, hopefully that, you know, will help people who be inspired by that and just, you know, keep pushing themselves along. So it's okay for me now to sit in this seat and say, I think we can be better, um, you know, and point finger, whatever. And I'm, I mean that myself too. I'm saying this to myself just as much as I'm saying this to anyone that's listening. I think we can be better. I think we can be more uh, conscious of all, like what our choices. And I think that if I give you some a little bit, a little bit of information now at the end of this podcast, I've put my feelings out there. I don't want to lose anyone more through things, something like this, you know, something that can be addressed, something that I feel that we can can be helped. Um, and I just want people living a better life. I want them living and thriving. I want them to just, like, we live in the best country in the world and I just don't feel like we're, we're seeing the a maximal benefit of it. So, guys, you know, it's easy for me to sit here and say, let's exercise and train and that will be the way to get you through. And I, it, to be honest, guys, it is. It's going to be, it would be a massive helper to get out, get healthy, start eating well, start looking after your body, start looking after your mind. But, I'm not going to preach that today. I'm going to give you some information on, you know, how I believe is a good couple of steps to changing. That's, that's or, or, you know, not changing because remember, as, as I was saying, I don't believe, um, and this is not just for someone that has depression. This is just for pure self-development. You know, for guys listening on the end, they want to do better. They feel like they can step up. They feel they have more potential. You know, they feel like they should be able to talk about stuff. 
um, that's that's where I want it to be. So I'm going to give a few tips on what I believe can be helpful for that. So uh, first and foremost, I think self-development is huge. Now, self-development, uh, you know, can be, can be, I suppose, a dirty word sometimes because people think you've got to go to these seminars and, and get into a cult and all that kind of stuff. No, self-development is just sometimes looking at you, how what you know what you struggle with and trying to develop that. You know, reading books, listening to podcasts. If you're listening to this, you're actually doing self-development. So congratulations. Today you're doing some self-development. So I, I would say, you know, daily self-development, even if it's just five or ten minutes, um, even if it's just a couple of times a week, just looking at things, making uh, yourself question your beliefs, question how you're thinking at the moment so that then you can uh, put some positive stuff in place of that. I think community and uh, environment are massive parts of that. Who are the people you hang around with? We always say, you know, we are the product of the five closest people. You know, if you want to be rich, hang out with five rich people. I'll show you how to do it. Or what, yeah, that kind of thing. You know? So it doesn't need me. It might be rich in love, not rich in money. Um, so, yeah, like... The people you're hanging around with will be a massive, massive uh, impact on what's happening in your life, okay? Um, you'll be surprised. If you're hanging around with four guys that like playing golf, I bet you that you're playing, you'll play golf. Um, it'd be very rare for you not to, you know? So it's it's the same thing. If you hang out with a couple of guys that uh, are not making the right choices, you'll start making the, uh, the, the wrong choices as well. Um not, that's not to say to get rid of your circle. It might be how about you influence your circle for them to be better. Um, you know, so communication would be the other one. To, so adding on top of that, so you need to be able to communicate. You know, tell people you love them. Tell people that you're struggling. Tell people when they're not doing something you know, that you agree with, all that kind of stuff. That's a that's a um, definitely something that you can have a bow to you know, put in the side to actually be able to do. Um, I feel like that's what I've created with my friendship circle. If I don't want to do something, I don't do it. And it's through hard times I've had to say no and, I, and they've all given it to me, but I'm like, no, nah, this, is, this is how I feel and that's what's going to be best for me. Um, and, that's, that's, uh, and then they know when I say yes, then I, I'm, I'm all laying in or whatever I say. Um, and then just looking at our choices, all right? Now, like I said, with self-development, you know, what the idea of that is, it's going to give you tools uh, to succeed when times are tough, not when times are you know are flourishing. When times are flourishing, it's easy to flourish. Um, it's when the muddy water comes, how can you clear that water pretty much? So they're like the top points. But I wanted to get, you know, I, mean, I think we all know that. I think to know and not do is to not know at all, though. Um, I think we know that we should do self-development, but it's like that thing where, okay, I've got to, be get, got to build discipline around it, got to build uh, you know, enough strength to be able to do it. And it's really, really hard because it just all seems like a little bit too much. So what I'm actually going to do is just give you a couple other little, just a couple other little points about, about the brain and how things actually work behind the scenes. Um, and hopefully it will help. Hopefully it will help you make better choices, hopefully help you uh, make a decision to do self-development, hopefully it'll make you, um, you know, create new environments and, and shift and all that kind of stuff. Now, the stuff that I'm going to be talking about now is purely comes down to a, a neural science too, guys. It's, 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 this is not my opinion. This is, as you know, claim of science. 
uh, you can go and read about it. There's thousands, thousands, thousands of um, doctrine about you know this being this being true. So it's not really like I've just a women of hope now. This is actual uh, strong science. Okay, so you know I can quote people like Bruce Lipton and Bob Proctor uh, and these kind of guys uh, to back this information up. But to be honest, those names might mean nothing to you. Um, if they do, then awesome. Uh, if they don't, it doesn't really matter. So the first, what I want to talk about is change. So if something's going wrong at the moment, which we're doing or we're not doing things that we'd like to do, then there needs to be a change, okay? The first step to change is recognition, okay? So that's why when people go to AA uh, and that kind of thing, they step up in front of the room and say, hi, I'm Blake Morris and I'm an alcoholic. So they have to recognize um their, their weakness, their fault, their, their, the action that they're doing that um, is creating disharmony in their life. Okay, so the recognition is, is the first and first step that needs to be taken. If someone's recognizing it for you and you haven't taken recognition, then things won't change. Okay, um, the recognition has to come from you. So it's, it's a double-edged sword there. You need to be super present to be able to recognize things that you're doing or harming others or harming yourself. But recognition is the first step. Now, if we want to truly change, there's essentially only three ways to actually do that. All right. Now, one is repetition of the opposite. Okay. So if, if um, I'll, use a, I'll use a gym sense. If you're doing a squat to halfway and you want to do them to all the way down, uh, you know, full squat, uh, good form without your knees buckling in, all these types of things, right? Um, if you continue to do those reps to halfway with your knees buckling, nothing will change. So you have to do constant repetition of the opposite. So you have to sometimes take a step back, slow it down, and just do a perfect full deep squat. And then you'll slowly see people come through that phase and out the other side. And they'll just be able to squat forever then. So... It's a constant repetition of the opposite, okay? So constant repetition of the opposite. Now, if you are having negative thoughts, that's okay. They're just thoughts, okay? They're not things until you they turn into a feeling and then you create an action from that feeling, okay? So if you can recognize and be present that you're having negative thoughts, that's okay. They're not things until they turn into feelings and then action, okay? So if you're... I'm not having a good day, but you can then replace that with, but you know what? I'm truly grateful for to be on this planet. And, you know, they actually say repetition of the opposite. The old fake it till you make it is that saying behind that because if you're constantly pushing down into that positive recognition, then you will eventually, eventually change, okay? Constantly saying that you're not having a good day and everything's shitty you're, going, and you're not going to have a good day and everything's going to be shitty. So sometimes, yes, it's like fake it till you make it, but that doesn't mean there are no weeds. just means at times you need to, yes, fake it till you make it that day and then on the other side really trying to find that place of gratitude, looking for gratitude, looking thing, for things to be grateful for. Um, great, You can't be angry and sad and grateful at the same time. It's impossible, all right? Uh, the other one, what the, the the second thing towards change is hypnosis. Now, hypnosis that could mean you know, 
that stand in front of the little dial and keep looking. But hypnosis to me and the way that the that I um I what I get from it is you know, the constant environment, the constant checkups, the podcast that you're listening to, what's your environment, what's the hypnosis, what are you getting hypnos- uh, hypnotized by? They talk about children between zero and seven years old being hypnotized the whole time because they don't have any uh, emotion attached to anything. They don't have any fear, they don't have any pain, they haven't been hurt before, all that kind of stuff. So then they have this hypnosis state. We are doing the exact same thing even when we're older, listening to the news, listening to shitty someone whinge and, and having an environment where, you know, just in a negative, negative, you know, uh, toxic environment, it's we're getting hypnotized by that, okay? So uh, things like, um, you know, affirmations, you know, gratitude journals, that's hypnot- hypnotizing yourself. You're writing it constantly, repetition. So hy- hypnosis again, okay? So if I always say that you know I don't listen to te- uh, watch TV and and listen to the radio because of the negative um, you know propaganda or whatever you want to call it on on there, it, it's so true. If you listen to it, you get bloody sad after half an hour listening to the shit that goes on. Um, why isn't there positive news? You know, it's because it doesn't sell. Okay, people want to stay in that negative state. Um, we have you know sixty thousand thoughts and eighty percent of them are negative. Um, we need to make sure those 20,000 that are positive a day are really, really jammed down there and they're the ones taking, that are taking over. And then the third and final uh, way to change is a catastrophic event. Now, this is what I'm trying to avoid for you guys. This is what I'm really, really trying to avoid because sometimes we do not come back from catastrophic events. Now, I, I talk about this in the gym. You know, if, you were, if you're overweight and you're really unhealthy and a heart, like say so um, a heart attack would be a catastrophic event. Now, some people say, "Oh, it's going to have to have to be that before I change." That's incredible, but you know that's where people think sometimes. Now, you, sometimes you don't come back from a heart attack. Okay, so we all know that person that um, I don't know they went through a breakup or something went wrong, and then they lost a lot, a lot of weight because it's a catastrophic event to get themselves back into order. Um, so we want to avoid that as, as much as possible. I'm trying, guys. I'm trying to put it in front of your face that this is what this is about, um, trying to you know, stop the catastrophic event. Um, I really don't want that to happen to anyone. And you know what? A catastrophic event doesn't need to need to be death. It could be just a really be, something very close to you. Um, you know, something might have happened. Or you just get a shock. You get shocked back into, geez, this is not how I want to be living. Um, you know, it can happen. You know, someone can, you know, Tell you how they think, how you're treating them, all that kind of stuff. That can be enough of a catastrophic event. All right. So this doesn't just have to be about depression. This is just purely how you change. All right. So whether it's your, you know, your health or your exercise or your finances or your relationships, um, you know, we want to try to avoid these catastrophic events as much as possible. Hey guys. So. There's the three ways to change, all right? So hopefully that can be helpful. You can, you know, you need to be in that repetitive state of, of the opposite, making a, re- you know, taking recognition of, a, of an, uh, an area of um, weakness or, or problem, um, you know, poor choices or whatever, and then being present and trying to have the opposite uh, action happen and just repeat, repeat, repeat. Now you're going to fail, but you just got to keep repeating the opposite until you create a new habit, new change. Um, you know, hanging around with good people in the hypnosis, listening to good uh, thoughts and listening to, you know, 
uh, knowledgeable things that are going to help you, self-development, um, you know, good environment, all that kind of stuff is that hypnosis. And then obviously, like I said, a catastrophic event can make it make it uh, pretty, pretty strong. So the reason why I say that to you guys is because a lot of my um, friend circles, um, you know, we've lost people in the um, in the last couple of years and it's really, really sad and, and like, uh, yeah, I'd... It's hard to talk about those things because it's, it's, it is really, really sad. But I feel like some of us haven't taken the the, uh, the question or the you know uh, the catastrophic event and changed some of the things that we should be doing. Um, like I said, I don't want to be a – I'm not a preacher boy. I'm no saint. Um, but I really, really want to you know, help the people around me and, and help myself you know, because by talking about this out loud, I help myself as well. Um, one of the other things too, guys – to help change, I think is an awareness state. So, you know, being super present. That's why they talk about uh, meditation being really, really strong. That's why Beyond Blue and, and Headspace and that kind of stuff, they do. Um, Headspace has the app where they do meditation. The reason why they do that is so that you can become present and see, you know, you can be grateful when you're present um, because you're grateful for the things around you. You're grateful for the people that are helping and all that kind of thing. But you can also be present of your decisions and your choices that you're making and the thoughts that are going through your head, and they're just thoughts until you turn them into action. So getting into that state of you know, being more present, so doing meditation, people think, oh, I've just got to sit here and hum and I've got to turn myself into a monk. No, it's actually just sitting there being mindful so that when later in the day things pop up, you can be, be better at being mindful. Um, you can be better at your choices because you're making mindful choices or conscious choices, not subconscious choices. Because if we're creating subconscious choices, that's where we're using old patterns. So you're just going to do what you used to do because it's subconscious. You don't, you're not conscious. You're not, you don't know you're making the decision. It's gone down to a subconscious program. All right, and that's how I was talking about. We've changed. We need to change those subconscious pro- programs, the ones that have been built in. They're already built in. We're making lots of repetition. We've built them in nice and strong. So that's why you need to make constant repetition of the opposite. Um, something that I've worked really, really closely with in the last uh, week or two um, is actually last month is a thing called a stress signature. Now, this is from Gemma. Uh, she's my sports psych. I work with her. So just so you know, there's some vulnerability. I, I work with a psychologist because I need to. I need I need help. I need to speak to people at someone at times that has a little bit more information than me, and also um, that can get can can sit on the other side of the chair and not judge me, but just see where I'm coming from. Uh, it really really helps just talking about it. Throughout the mar- uh, my uh, marriage breakup and divorce, I, I went and seen um, we went and seen marriage counsellor as well. I thought that was the right thing to do. Um, yeah, it didn't save the marriage, but. In, in saying that, it did help uh, things on the way out. So um, Gemma's been working with me uh, in recognizing my stress signature. Now, a stress signature is something that you do because it's your signature um, when stressful times uh, come up. Now, hopefully I do this justice, Gem, um, but... If you look at it, so that means like when a stressful situation comes up, whether it be in the gym, uh, be in a relationship, in business, um, you know, whatever, you have a you have a signature. You have, that's that subconscious signature that plays out and goes through. So a lot of people we talked about it in the gym this week, and people are like, yeah, I get angry when at work when I get stressed. Uh, I blow up. I 
Um, some people then go home and they eat. Some drink alcohol. Some smoke marijuana. Some uh, smoke cigarettes. Whatever it might be. So that's a stress signature. Now the way that I looked at it for the guys, and we just spoke about it openly. And this is what we do at the BMF. We we train hard, and then we we speak openly about how we're feeling and how we can be better. That's what we're we're in the search for. Search of being better. Um, and uh, a lot of the guys were. And I just said, look. We all have a stress signature. What the way that I look at it is the signature positive. Is it being productive? Okay. Some people have a really good stress signature in the gym. Um, people are really really strong when they quit, put under pressure. They get they bounce back. They they know how to lead the way. They know how to get through. Um, they're really really strong at, at, at doing that. Some people go to water. You know, and and whatever one. Uh, we just need to look at is it productive? You know, is going home after being really, really stressed and drinking until you can't remember it uh, a good way to handle that stress? In my opinion, no. Um, is, yeah, like when you're feeling really down about yourself and really, really stressed about it and, and not sure what to do, going out and, and um, for two days in a row and not coming home, a good way to deal with that stress. In my opinion, no. Um, you know, so we look at that. So I use the example in the gym. What we actually do in the gym, I try and to create stress on the body so that it then can handle that stress and grow. That's the idea of getting better. Okay, so stress isn't always the enemy. So we have to rearrange our thinking towards the stress. Is the stress that we have in our life uh, manageable? Or does it even need to be there? All right, so it's when looking at those things, you know, so looking at, hang on, what I, I can handle the situation right in front of my face and deal with the stress right here, or do I let it just keep burdening me? And I, I, they call it uncontrollable or controllable stress. Now, you can't control in the gym how hot it is when, it, when you turn up. You cannot control that it's going to be 35 degrees. That's something that's out of your control. What you can control, though, is drinking enough water that day, um, making sure that uh, you might have to pull the weight back down on the squats when we're doing it because it's a little bit hot outside. You know, you can control things that are in that environment, um, control the, your reaction to it. All right, so that's our stress signature that we're talking about there. All right, so I just, I just think that these are things that uh, people are unsure of. People don't even know them. I, when I speak about them in the gym, some people have never heard of it before. So hopefully maybe this is what it can do for you. So if your stress signal is to um, bury yourself into a hole um, and not talk to people, uh, which might increase the risk of you know depression and, and, and further circumstances of that, maybe just address that. Maybe you know talk to someone about it. Maybe get some help. I'm sure that if you're super, super stressed, from a big days at work, a big day at work, going home, grabbing your son, and then going down the beach for a beach walk and a swim would be way less, uh, way better stress management uh, or a better stress signature than grabbing a six pack on the way home, drinking it until all of them by the time you get home, and then grabbing one out of the fridge and sitting on the couch, and uh, and then waiting till dinner, then going to sleep. You're not getting a good sleep. You're going to be more stressed the next day, and so on and so forth. I don't know. That's just this is this kind of stuff is comes down to my opinion, guys, and it's hopefully making you think. Um, so, like I said, the, 
those types of things can create disharmony and make you unproductive, which makes you more stressed and all that kind of stuff. So like I said, if if you have a stress that you don't know how to control, well, that might be where you need to step out and ask someone for some help. Um, yeah, I know when it comes down to business stress for me, I need to uh, talk to my accountant. I need to talk to a business coach around things that I need, you know, I don't know enough about, and if I don't know enough about it, I get very, very stressed. Um, so, um, and then that stress doesn't turn into any productivity. It actually turns into into not much work at all because it just builds up. It's a build up of stress. So, you know, getting some help can be one of the answers there too, guys. All right. Now, like I said, I hopefully I haven't just bantered on. I have. I haven't just. I don't know. Uh, carried on. I, I feel like I've come from a place of love. Um, I, you know, I. It's not about this, like I said, it's not about this dad complex where I'm trying to tell people not to do something. We make our own choices, but I just want to say if we, if you are in this place where we're struggling or whatever, just be mindful of your choices and start making better ones. And there's such a better life out there for you to lead and live. Um, you, are, you, are, you are full of potential. You are absolutely full of potential. Every single person that is listening to this, every single person in my life is full of potential and I'd love to see you hit that potential. Um, the, like I said, I, I just really, really feel that I wanted to get this off my chest. I'm a person that works off intuition and, um, the universe. I feel like you need to believe in something. Uh, I feel like if you, even if you just believe in hard work, if, if you believe hard work will get you a result, if you believe in that and that's great, I think we need to believe in something. We need to believe in people, um, and like I said, I believe in intuition. You know, I believe in my own intuition. I believe in my uh, the universe telling me what to do. Some things have happened over the last couple of days where I've put people in my way and the universe has sent them to me uh, to help. And like, I won't share them because they're personal stories. But guys, if you, if you knew it, you would be like, how did that actually happen? And it's because they needed help and I got put in their direction. Um, so like I said, I, I feel like I've been put on this this planet to help people that's the passion that i have i don't want to hold back from that i don't want to offend anyone by what i've said today um but i just want you to know that i do care i, I want to see people thrive i want to see people live a, a healthy happy life um and i'm not pointing any fingers if i point a finger three of them are pointing back at me as well all right so hopefully you get something from these guys i just want to help i want to open the conversation up uh, I want to know that you can, you can have better. You're full of potential. You can do whatever you want. Um, you don't have to live the life that you're living now. If you are struggling, you can change it. There's people around out there, people that love you. They they're there. They're willing. Um, if it's just simply comes down to you know making some poor choices, try to build up some discipline and, and shift and see how your life changes. Just watch it change. Watch the you know watch how much more you see come into your life when you. You make these small changes, all right, guys? So um, I'm going to love and leave you. Hopefully you get a lot out of it. Um, if you do, guys, uh, please share it. Um, if I've noticed a few people that are, you know, run um, pretty big podcasts uh, suggesting if you do like the podcast, guys, take a snapshot of it and share it on your Instagram. That's what I do, um, you know, when I listen to the Joe Rogan ones and, and all that kind of stuff. The actual chicken and the egg metaphor actually come from when 
uh, Tyson Fury was on Joe Rogan's podcast, and I heard him say it the other day, where we're not sure whether you know him um, drinking alcohol and taking copious amounts of cocaine and all that kind of stuff created some of the depression, or the depression was there and that made it worse. And again, like he like he said openly, uh, it doesn't really matter because the outcome's the same, and, and we still need to help as much as possible. And, and we, want, we want to see these see these guys get help and and come out and thrive in life. Um, that guy's pretty inspirational now. If you want to take a big leap out of that book, he's starting to believe in some in something in someone. Uh, so he's got his religion now with him. But if you look down that little rabbit hole, the Joe Rogan and Tyson Fury podcast is pretty interesting. And then if you did watch the heavyweight fight, uh, how much he fought for staying out there was pretty inspiring on the weekend as well. So all these things have just kept popping up, guys. So that was in my head, so I thought I'd get it out as well. Okay. So if you do like it, please share. Please uh, leave a comment or a, a, a rating down below. Um, it does mean a lot when I see those things. Um, or send me a message, send me a Facebook message if it helps. If you need any help, guys, please reach out. Um, I can point you in the right direction of people that you can talk to or – uh, like I said, looking down, it's pretty easy these days. You look up on uh, Google uh, suicide prevention websites and, and you can find a, a shitload of them there to go and get some help. Um, yeah, like I said, there's, sometimes it's just a friend or a family member. Just giving you a hug can, can uh, make all the difference, guys. So if you know someone out there struggling as well, um, give them a hug. Tell them you're there for them. Tell them you love them no matter what. They're worthy of everything that they are given and, and get will get in the future. Um, and just uh, I want everyone, yeah, just to care a little bit more about each other um, and be okay. We've been weak at times um, because we are truly strong with full potential. All right, guys, that's out for me, onwards and upwards.